When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Give Them Lala podcast. How are we all doing today? Easton? Amazing. Amazing. Jessica? So good. How Hello. are you? I'm feeling really, really great. We've had like a pretty fantastic week. It's been very eventful. Very eventful. Very eventful. Before we get into all the things, I want to let you guys know that we have officially dropped a bonus episode and we will be dropping bonus episodes every single Monday. They will be out exactly where you find this regular podcast. And you will also find the videos on the YouTube channel and the bonus episode audio and video drop the same day every Monday. You're welcome. Woohoo! Make a big deal about it, Easton. Like, do you even care? <laughs> well, yeah. It's kind of a big deal. It is a very big no, deal. No, it's very I'm, exciting. It is. And people have been asking. They're like, I want to listen to you twice a week. Well, your wish is our command. command. And we're here for it. Yeah. I enjoy recording these. I do, I'm too. always happy to be in here. And the, bo- <laughs> the bonus is shorter so you're not going to get annoyed with us you know we're still leaving you with like missing right wanting more missing us a bit and the bonus episodes are much more structured where i want to bring you guys in a little bit more um we're going to have topics rather than just me and my friends rambling around the clock yeah so fun though the topics so far are so good and you guys are all being so um active writing it so thank you are they Yes, okay, I'm good. trying to fix this arm, which you'll probably see on the video, and it keeps falling, so that's okay. Maybe I've, I'll go like this. Yeah, better. Fix it. I think that's how you're supposed to do it anyway. Oh. Um, I have been off social media. What's going on on the internet or on social media? First off, can you tell us why? I am in a mode of protecting my energy right now and kind of incubating and creating a very positive environment for myself at this stage in my life. Um, I don't feel that I need to really see what's going on in people's worlds that have nothing to do with my worlds. Um, I want to live in reality and just protect my well-being right now. And I'm not saying that I won't be on socials again soon, but I've been off since I want to say Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's been absolutely fabulous. So I've, I've been out and about. Right. You know, I've been on Katie's socials, but I just... I don't feel any desire to see what other people are doing, nor do I have a desire to show people what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I love it. Love this for you, and you I do. Encur- yes, I I always encourage people. I encourage Mr. Bubs all the time is to take a social media break, even if it's a day. Yeah, I know you're doing longer, but that makes me happy. My buddy Jake. Yeah. He put a he put like restrictions on his apps. Mm, I yeah. love like, that. Yeah, so he can only be on like Instagram for like 20 minutes of the day. Okay. So after that it just kicks him off. So I think that's like a really good thing to do, but I like going cold turkey too. You don't I just it. feel I feel really happy. Like but, mentally I feel pretty strong. And I think that's because social media has not been in my line of vision right for a while well let me ask you something so this is because you asked what's going on on socials and just so people are aware in case anything big happens before this comes out we're recording this on january 19th the premiere for vanderpump rules (laughs) that we've already seen because we saw it at the premiere party the other night is that comes out on the 30th 
Will you get back on socials for that or will you especially ignore socials for that? I will not be back on social media okay. for the first episode. I don't I don't see myself getting back on socials for a while. Mm-hmm. Um maybe if I think something is worth posting like the Emmy look, I was like that needs to be posted, so I sent the photos that I wanted to Jessica and Jessica has access to my Instagram. And I said Make this the caption, and then, like, we're good. Mm-hmm. It's really, that was a stunning look, by the way. No, I definitely don't think I'm going to get back on, especially for the first episode. <laughs> right. Well, for socials, as far as right now, um, there's some talk I saw this morning about Rachel episode two. Do you want to touch on that? Rachel's podcast episode two. Do you want to touch on there's that at all? There's another one? Yeah, and I listened uh, to it this morning. And I did Oh, not. did you listen to it? <laughs> I sure okay, did. So I have to say. Easton played me a t- the tiniest little bit of the first episode after we recorded our podcast a couple weeks ago. And I did not think it was unbearable to listen to. Mm-hmm. I did not find her voice to be shaky or annoying. I found it to actually be pretty interesting. Um, again, I only listened to the tiniest little bit. But I thought that she was, I thought she was good. And it was only the first episode. And Lord knows you only get better unless you're me. (laughs) Then it's all downhill from the first episode. You become a little too comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But she, well, today when I listened to the episode, and, you know, I won't spend too much time on it, but I agree with you. I thought she did bring up, she said, you know, I know a lot of people are saying, I'm laugh. I do laugh um, when I talk about things. It's not me being insensitive. That's what I do when I'm nervous. From someone who does the exact same, same. thing, right? I, I can too. It's relate. An uncomfortable. It's thing. very uncomfortable. And, and I said I, that. I, laugh. I feel like I said that. I said that she yeah. was laughing, but it was an uncomfortable. I feel like I did touch on that when I was talking about it. I didn't think she was coming or laughing at, from a like a place of hate. It was almost like she was or like didn't care. Yeah, it was, yeah. She was uncomfortable. That's what you do. I've done it as well. You either laugh or you cry. Yeah, she says something that... Well, she um, usually laughs and then starts crying, and it's actually really, really sad. No, that's... That it so happened sad. on when we were driving to Lake Havasu, I believe. She started laughing in the back of the car and then started sobbing, and it was heartbreaking. So she said something that you say, which I was like, oh, wow, common... This is a common belief they have. So basically... Rachel said um, something that I've heard you say before, and she said, when someone dates so quick after a breakup, it's a red flag in my mind, but then she quickly follows it up with, but who am I to judge? It's not my life. I agree, Mm -hmm. but we have a podcast, so this is a platform where we talk about other people and we wouldn't do what they do. You know, this is where we ride on our high horse. I think it's a huge red flag. Not only do I think it's extremely unhealthy for someone to get out of a relationship and jump into another one, but it's a red flag for me when there's a person who's willing to get into a relationship with someone who just got out of a a relationship. Right. Right. I hear you. She also brings up, um, so that point I thought Can I say one other thing? Yeah. When someone or people say, there's no timeline to moving on. People move at their own pace. I cringe. Same. Do you? They're, you're right. It's the difference between people who are, are unhealthy and who are healthy. Mm. Yes, you're right. There is no timeline. No one says when you should or shouldn't. But if we're going to like really break it down, it's really the difference between being a healthy person and being an unhealthy person. I hear you. Can I bring this up? So Kyle was in a four-year relationship before he met me. Uh, they broke up. We met, I think, two months later, and we were dating four months later. A lot of his friends said, dude, you, that is way too fast. Obviously, I mean, seven years later and we're engaged, maybe it wasn't too fast. But what? Well, I'm just curious. What are your thoughts? If you're like, wow, that's fast, but also I, like I think we're coming from two different places here. Okay. Okay? Because when... You're coming from a place of probably normalcy, right? Sometimes (laughs) couples just break up, right? And in that regard, maybe it is where you can can move on quickly, okay? 
I'm coming from a place of traumatic breakups. Mm. That makes that's a good point. Does that make sense? Yes, traumatic breakups. Toxic cheating. right. Or yeah. or the relationship you were in was toxic and you realize it was toxic and then you move on. There are see, this is where I start learning and I eat my words. Some people call it flip flopping, but you just made an excellent point. If you're in a relationship and you two were just not right for each other, you wish each other the best, go move on. Mm-hmm. But I have personally only experienced and experienced other people around me have toxic relationships and there's usually cheating involved and it's a very traumatic breakup. I think mm-hmm. that's what separates where Kyle is mm-hmm. and right. where other people are and that's the healthy person and unhealthy. Kyle is healthy. Mm. The relationship ended, right? Yeah. There was yeah, no cheating. There was no cheating. It exactly. wasn't right. Yeah. He knew yeah. what he has. He knows what he wants. Yeah. He's healthy. He found it in you. He doesn't need the time because he he knew what he wanted with his ex yeah. and with you, and you were what he wanted. Mm-hmm. So he didn't need that time. When you start seeing what the cheating and the unhealthy person, you need to be able to be healthy to find that next step. Mm, yeah, that's a great. And um, just to reiterate, and we did not agree, meet no. while he was in the relationship. That's another thing. Right, that I was we met say. two months later. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. A healthy person. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. where I'm going to keep Normalcy, yeah. good healthy. people. Yeah. You know what you want. When you're like cheating on people, it's like you're wanting this, but you're wanting it's this. It's called you have you're a lot of self work to do. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so, as you can tell, my trauma is still very deep rooted. <laughs> And when I hear when someone, they're like, we broke up. And I'm like, was he a narcissist? Fuck? <laughs> Did he cheat? They're all assholes. Last point she made that I think you wouldn't agree with is she does kind of uh, one thing, big thing, Tom Schwartz. She said he knew the whole time his apartment was their safe space. Yeah, I think we all knew that. I think we all knew that, yeah. believe that. And, you know, I just, th- I, I want uh, Raquel or Rachel. I keep doing that. What? And I know that it. I, I don't want it to seem disrespectful when I call her Raquel. Here's the thing. If she wants to be Raquel, she wants, she can be Well, Raquel. she wants to be Rachel because she feels like who she was as Raquel, and that could be deep-rooted, and she may yeah. have worked with, with an actual doctor. For me, I'm sorry, the name Raquel slaps. It just does. <laughs> it's funny now. It's wild now that people are going back to calling her Raquel because she wants to be called Rachel. It's a little fucked up. <laughs> no, it's way I'm fucked like, up. I'm like, everyone But is maybe going she's Raquel. doing it on purpose. The one thing you wouldn't like of the episode, and then I'm done making points on her episode, um, she puts a lot on the producers as far as the scene with her making out with Schwartz. She said um, her date going on a date with Peter. She said they previously had a date. It didn't work out, and she claims, like, the producers really wanted that. Same with the Schwartz thing. that She said they set up a table. There was lighting. So she puts a lot on the producers as far as that. She said, you know, we were acting. Producers set up lighting and cameras? You mean we're filming a television (laughs) show? At the wedding. What the fuck? (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. Right. Right. (laughs) So that was something. But I think overall. And by the way, had they not set up the lighting, it would have really been an ill makeout session. Because it was like watching an uncle make out with his. (laughs) <laughs> like at the premiere niece. it was <laughs> disgusting at the premiere they kept cutting to that scene and Lala's sitting next to me she's like oh I can't watch Ugh. what did you say you're like it's like a grandpa making out with <laughs> his, his daughter, his daughter <laughs> or whatever <laughs> his grandchild or something <laughs> yeah. I said it's like a, watching a dad make out with his that's daughter what it, yeah that's what it was and his glasses were all steamy yes. it was just really bad and then shorts he was like holding his face at the premiere because they did keep cutting Away from that. I don't like when anybody blames anything on producers. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. We all all know the drill. We all know the drill. And then when uh, the people have a a tough time with it, Mm. we got to place the blame somewhere. Mm. You Mm -hmm. know? And let's not forget, like, I don't think people would have really cared that she made out with Schwartz. Like, I think the audience would have been like, really team Raquel because she was coming into her own and she didn't really owe Katie much. I think that's where I think the audience would have been. Wasn't that scripted? Didn't what? Was that brought up? What? Raquel said that it the makeout with Sandoval was scripted. Well that's what she meant. That's what I meant when I said with Sandoval said or produ- Schwartz? Oh, wait, Schwartz. Schwartz. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, when she said the producers were involved, she basically was like That's literally Sorry. what are you <laughs> listening? That's well, literally what the whole conversation yes, has been about. I was reading this thing. Some <laughs> girl goes, first of all, Raquel's parents bought her the 
the dog Graham for her birthday. It was a gift. She didn't go and buy a dog herself. So Lala calling her the B word is inaccurate. I call everyone also, the B word, bitch. Get over it. Considering <laughs> Lala slept with her boyfriend, being James, but it's like. It's not. I wasn't I, your friend, is, ho. This is where I was reading. Wait, hold so on. Please story. tell me. So this is what this girl's. Do I give her? This Read is it what aloud. And what's her name? Give her a fucking shout is out. Is this on Instagram? Make her famous for yeah. a five seconds. Yeah. Her name is It's Jazz XX. Maddo oh. Cam. Kemagi, mm. just if you want, Uh-oh. there she is. <laughs> I, don't they, I don't think they can show it, but she read goes, it. First, all right, this was last night too. First of all, Raquel's parents bought her the dog, Graham, for her birthday. Well, educate. So both educa- she and her parents, her parents are parents dumbasses. Are all right, noted. Yeah, perfect. Thank you for <laughs> both that. Both of them are uneducated. It was a gift. Go get them a gift from the, the shelter. Know, yep. All right. Fucks. All right. Yeah. So Lala calling her the B word is inaccurate. Also, pretty hypocritical considering Lala slept with her boyfriend. What does that have to do with adopting a dog? Me fucking James. What does that have to do with going to a shelter and getting a dog? Then you have an issue with Raquel taking her pants off. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. When when my friend when my friend is sleeping upstairs in the bedroom, I got a little bit of a problem with some random hoe taking her pants off. (laughs) And then she goes, she's not saying it wasn't wrong. She's explaining what happened. The person who kissed Raquel was was Sandoval, so you should be pissed at him. First of all, she, like I said, she was the one who walked to a locked door and then walked behind into the backyard. You are telling Sandoval, I can fuck you. Let's be very clear. You're not okay? telling... Number yeah. one, it was shitty of you to take your pants off yes. when your friend but also, and his girlfriend are, is sleeping, sleeping upstairs. upstairs. It is very shitty of Sandoval. No, it's shitty of to both. But be she like said no. to think with his wiener. No, but he also shouldn't have made the move. Exactly. But you also- shouldn't have taken your pants off. Yeah. And he should not have said. And he shouldn't have taken the bait. I agree. I also have to say, you take your pants off. That is not saying. And then I can. That is not. That's called. That's, that's called. I don't want to swim in my jeans. You can fuck. Yes, you can fuck me. I should be able to. It'd be fucked up. But I'm just saying, if I'm with a guy and he's got a girlfriend, I would never do this. And I take my pants off and my shirt. Fucked up. But I'm not saying you can fuck me. I'm saying you can fuck me when I say, "Hey, you can fuck me." You know what, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. And let's be very clear. Sandoval, I gave the wrath to. Mm-hmm. The difference is Raquel disappeared. I was given no option to have a productive conversation with this person. So it's not that I'm still holding her feet to the fire and Sandoval gets off scot-free. It's that Sandoval was in front of me for us to have a productive conversation, which is exactly why I wanted Raquel to come back so that she could come into a place where dust had settled, time has passed, Logic sinks in and you have a productive conversation. Okay? Just because you have a cookie doesn't mean I'm a huge fan of yours, right? Like, I don't just like support women, but I do prefer women over men. Okay? Doesn't mean I like all women. In fact, women are usually the ones that come for me. Mm-hmm. Usually, like, That's men not- are pretty cool to me. It's yeah. usually the chicks who are fucking assholes. Yeah, it's right? all the chicks that And usually registered too. nurses. <laughs> oh! Yeah, the RN. they're, they're the real see you next Tuesdays. <laughs> no. Frontline worker. I, I don't want don't you sick. ever coming get in sick. and making me feel better. We love our nurses here at the Give Them Lala Pod. Okay, we, we love our nurses, but not- I'm just saying when I click on their Instagram pages, it always says I'm an RN, and I'm like, not what the, the fuck? Ones. Not the rude ones. They're the ones yeah. that jam the needle into you rather yes. than say, this is won't hurt a bit. What'd you do today? Yeah. Do you like Jello? <laughs> they're the ones who don't give a damn. Do you like Jello? Right? <laughs> and their names are Beatrice. Not Beatrice. Not Beatrice. <laughs> so although I appreciate, yeah. here's the thing. I always say the the bitch word. Bitch, 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 mm. bitch. Love a good bitch. Love it. Um, I stand behind saying that you should adopt, not shop for this girl, Jazzy XX bitch yeah, uh, to say her, her, to defend to her parents it's like right. well, the apple doesn't fall far from the fucking tree all right <laughs> doesn't, what are you talking doesn't about? matter me sleeping with james that seems um Irrelevant. out of complete left field mm-hmm. what does that mean left field it's like a baseball term i think it's a right? baseball came term. out of left field what you always want it to come I'm out of the right field yeah John. that's it all right Producer left John. field is usually that's yeah it's out of, out of nowhere. nowhere most people don't hit in left field 
It's like statistically, oh. you hit in right center. Left field is wild. All right. So, yes, it was out of left yeah. field. And I have to say, I know this comes out before the premiere, but I'm very, this is all I'm going to say, I'm very interested for all you guys being like, Lala, dragging Raquel, why do you got a bully? There's not a lot of you, but I've just seen a couple. I'm interested to hear your feedback on what uh, you think about the premiere in the season. Here's That's the all thing. I'm going to say. I'm tough as it gets, but I'm also as soft as it gets. You see that. And I will ne- build a bitch up, but I will tear a bitch down. All right? Bam. Just depends on how you step to me. It is what it is. I don't know how I'll be received this season, but you know what? I'm not really too worried about it because I'm off social media, so <laughs> I won't even know what y'all say. <laughs> I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now, with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. You guys, it is finally shorts and t-shirt weather. My favorite kind of weather. Time to put the jackets and sweaters in the back of the closet where they belong. And if you're like me, I know you want to update your look for the summer, but you don't want to break the bank in the process. That's where Quince comes in. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking so chic all summer long. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all those savings on to us. I am wearing my Quince cashmere tee again today, and I have no shame. I got the cream color. It's so soft. It's so comfy. So chic. Almost as soft as the Quince waffle towels that I got to put in Palm Springs. We all are obsessed with those towels. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Let's talk about very quickly. The premiere party was absolutely fantastic. It was. No, it was great. It was surreal to walk in and be like, this is for our show. It was incredible. The food, the ambiance, the florals. All of it. You Did you notice that they changed the florals too? What do you mean? What do you mean? You guys didn't notice that? No. So when we got there, there was um, flowers. A certain amount of florals. A certain amount. And okay. then when they were starting the show, they brought one more. Oh. I don't know if you guys. I know. It when was like, the food and stuff, this is was... meet and greet florals. Mm. This is appetizer florals, dessert florals. I love it. That has Lisa Vanderpump written I think all that's why, yeah, over right. it. But it, it was, was it was well stunning. Done. Thank you for taking the crew. Yes, La. thank you. Oh, we took the whole crew. Yeah. I loved it. Teresa Judice says the food in prison was so good. <laughs> she often cooked for her fellow inmates, her specialty dishes. She cooked for 200 people camp style and she said that her most favorite thing in prison was the banana nut muffins. 
So she's living off that elderly commissary. She said, I would have a banana nut muffin every morning, and then they ended up running out of them, and I was so mad. Well, Teresa, you ate them all. <laughs> you ate them all, girl. You were so mad. You know what? Cool. Good to hear, because I've only ever heard the food in prison is not great. No, no, the, no, no, I think no. that's for, I like, murderers. Up. No, she was in. She was in prison with, like, doctors, lawyers. So she was in, like, a bougie prison area? Yeah, there's like different kinds. I'm gonna of tell you right now, if you got, there's a lot of. of I don't know if anybody knows Pushaisti. No, but no. he's in prison. Okay, and uh, like murder, I believe. Okay, <laughs> casual. But going through the steps, but he even like you see, sell it. You live pretty nice in prison. I don't know how they're getting it in there. People got phones. People oh, got, yeah, prison talk, baby. Oh, my gosh. I, I watch people, like, yeah, prison TikTok. You, they're yeah. making, like, burritos under their bed. They're, it's looking they're like very resourceful, no. I will say. I have a tremendous amount of respect for so Teresa Judice. I could see the food being money in there, too. Oh, especially with Tree. Full-on Italian. Oh. Three-time New York um, New York Times bestsellers. Yeah. Cookbooks. And she got uh, the yeah. commissary. I'm telling you, she can get whatever she wants in there. Oh, yeah. She's. I'm going to I'm gonna err see. on the side that I don't want to try prison food, but good for everyone who I want to try prison food out of side of prison. I'm sorry. I just, for Teresa Judice to have to serve prison time for something her husband did, you're a fucking gangster. Mm-hmm. And I have mad respect for you. You went in, you had, you left four children behind mm-hmm. You held it together. You came out. Look what you got. I mean, I love it. And she said she still communicates with some of her um, cellmates or people who were in prison with her. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Good well, that's got to be a bonding experience. Oh, my right? God, yeah. Right. They really know who you are. They know. Yeah, they yeah. do. <laughs> they know her better than anyone yeah. outside of prison. That's guaranteed. Yeah, they see you at your most vulnerable moment, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Madonna's being sued for starting her New York City concert, I guess concerts, late. Two fans of Madonna filed a lawsuit against the singer on January 17th, accusing her of false advertising, negligent misrepresentation, and unfair and deceptive trade practices. Don't sound Suing like fans to me. late or for not showing? No, she was late. Honestly. Ain't fans to me. Have you never been at a concert where I've little I'm, little they, Wayne never showed? I've been to like, a concert where it's like twelve <laughs> o'clock, and then yeah. it's like one thirty, and you're like, all right. Here's Two the o'clock thing. comes and you get them for thirty minutes, and you're like, yeah. oh, whatever. They're high Got as fuck. <laughs> I know. They don't even sing. They're just walking around. It's just yeah. playing. Madonna fans seem like squares, kind of. Yeah, they're yeah. not fans. Late. From what I'm seeing. It's Madonna. She can be late. Let her be late. She could come up on stage, smack her ass, walk off, and I'd be and like, I got my money's worth. Bravo. Yeah, right? We're talking yeah. about Madonna. the woman who does Vogue. The Vogue. Yeah. I mean. Right? Got a girl. I mean, Madonna can do whatever she wants. She could literally be four hours late, come out, take a shit on stage, and leave. And I'd be like, a standing ovation. Take a shit on stage. Standing <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, Kanye West got a new titanium grill. I was uh, looking dentures, at it. actually. It looks like it's AI on the I'm photo. so over him. I've been over him for so long. I cannot get enough I of him. <laughs> I'm so I'm, sick of him. It's Cat like Williams it's like best. watching a semi-truck crash over and over yeah. again. And, like, just Hauling ass, spinning well, down the floor outside, like, taking why, everyone out. Why it's are these gnarly. Helping him recreate the semi after it crashes. These people, who I don't are know. Saying, him. Get off the fucking yeah. semi. It's us that make him feel. We're this saying way. the f word a lot on this episode. Are we? we are not we? you, Jess. No, me I just Easton. said it though. I said hi as f. It's because Ocean's been gone, and we <laughs> save all of our f words for when she's gone because we can't. Say it when guys, she's here. I thought you were going to say it's because Ocean's been saying it. Ocean's just, <laughs> Ocean just rubbing off on us. No. Just, um, <laughs> but listen, they're fixed. So the rep says they are permanent. This goes way beyond veneers or grills, the source added. And his particular implant is quite unlike anything that has ever been done before because it's extremely hideous. He didn't say that. I added that. Um, it's experimental dentistry. To wow. say the least. 
If I'm lovely. If I'm gonna experiment with anything, it's not gonna be my teeth. <gasps> no, it's and like have the you most seen them? They painful thing. They look like the wooden grills that that people used to wear back in the day. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> they used to back in the day. Real? Like yeah, they used to have donkey teeth and like horse teeth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like that, except or dead it looks. Teeth. And guess but. what, you guys? They were designed entirely by Ye with the assistance assistance. Of medical and dental experts. I'm sorry. It should have been. He should have been assisting the the medical uh, dentistryers. <laughs> what like what With do you not mean? That, their assistance. It's all of. It's all them. <laughs> it's all them. It's all them. And it only costs you eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars if you want the titanium. Are you How for much? real? Eight hundred and fifty G's. Oh no, thank the you. The things so, that you pocket could, change. I'm so. I have two um, viewpoints on Kanye. Number one, I'm over him. He, to me, is like a walking baked potato. I'm like, what are you doing? And then on the other side, I feel bad because I know Northwest like is obsessed with her dad. And it's sometimes really sad to watch. She loves him so much. And it's just like, you're going to have a lot to deal with. And that's not my business, but that's just what it, it is. is. It's kind of our business. We have a podcast and we have people True. to entertain. So True. you know what? The Kardashians are going to have to take one for the well, team. Well, I don't know what his <laughs> girlfriend's wearing out and about nowadays. Like, I'm, her his wife. Were I love out. it. I love her giant tits flopping like everywhere I with the tiniest know. little bit of nipple cover. Super tits. I Super tits. <laughs> I hate it. You know what? Live your life. Bianca's her name, right? Bianca, yep. I Sensory or Bianca's something. Bianca's going to have some live back your problems. I, those, and they're real. Stop it. Oh. They look very real to me. Good for her. Yeah, they're juicy. Yeah. Every time they're I slap, see boobies slap. like that, I'm like, I I want I fake tits. And I'm going to get them. I don't know if they're going to be fake, but I'm going to get something after I have my first child. The thing is, <laughs> like a lift. Okay, because let me oh, tell you okay. something, Jessica. You breastfeed. Yeah. And they Wind become sock. voluptuous and yummy, and then all of a the sudden they deflate like little sad balloons. <laughs> no, they're like little windsock titties. <laughs> like smaller than they were before. Blowing in the air. <laughs> windsocks. Haven't you seen windsocks? <laughs> no, like uh, the 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 um. <laughs> yeah, flag most, yeah, like a windsock flag. Just two little windsocks floating in the air. Oh, we love all titties here on Give Them oh, All a Podcast. It's got a, it, making that clear, even oh, if they're windsocks. Any titty is a good titty. No. I love a boobs. boob with no titty is a good boob. There we go. How do you have a boob with no titty? You mean <laughs> nipple? Or yeah. Well, isn't that a titty? The nipple? I call a nipple a titty. Does everybody not? No, b- boobs titties. are no. titties. What are you talking about? A nipple's oh. a nipple, and, and a titty is a titty. There's I don't the like areola. That word. There's the nipple, and then there's the breast. Mm-hmm. So there's the titty Speaking areola. Speaking of areolas, nipples. do you guys watch, um, is it called Naked Dating on Netflix? No, but no. I want to because oh, you've talked about this a I lot. I talk about it so much. I am enthralled with it. I'm looking. You see vagina, penis, <laughs> titty. You see you see every single thing. No blur? Thing. So uh, is no. it, like, is it naked host? of afraid without yeah, but like, pretty much? No, but you and you, and they start at their feet and the penis and the host will go in and she'll be like, oh, that's weird. That's a little, that's quite a uh, interesting willy. Oh, they have, they have accents? Yes. Oh, so it makes it so classy. Australian? This would never film here. This is a UK show. I, but it's oh. on Netflix. It's incredible. And, and I find myself commenting on the penises like, uh, too much foreskin. <laughs> Not like on the vaginas. I'm like, interesting labia choice. They're like, whatever. <laughs> like she chose it? <laughs> like it, it just, was build your God. character? No, that's me, ta- that's me talking to God. Interesting labia. That's you talking, talking to God. Roast beef. I can't. I'm so dead. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you mean to make her labia this way? I don't know. You picked it. <laughs> that's so funny. It's- I mean, you guys got to watch it. Enthralled. Okay, let's start watching it. It's so good. I don't know if I want to just kind of like sit down with my sister and mother and watch just naked people. Well, I do it with Kyle and it's... Well, you and Kyle fuck each other. That's true. That's true. It's like basically watching porn with your partner. That's true. I don't watch porn with my brother and my mother. (laughs) I'm sure people would not be shocked if we did, but we don't. Shocker. (laughs) Good to know. Family night does not consist of that. But so Cards just, Against Humanity, which Lisa is extremely inappropriate. She wins every time. She wins I, every I, time. We now know she where our, we get our minds from. Because she's so funny. She's, she's so, so funny. Um, did you guys watch American Nightmare, the kidnapping hoax with uh, Denise Huskin? No, but can you tell us about this? Because, you know, when you said kidnapping hoax, I thought you were talking about the hoax where they remembered there was a flying balloon and they said some child was inside of it. No. And there was a hoax. 
Do you no, know there was no. a flying giant balloon and like everyone was chasing it because a family said our child's inside of it and then it finally lands. Like a hot air balloon? Yeah, something like not a, it's like a weather balloon but like big enough and then it finally lands in a field and there's no kid and they're like oh it's a hoax. And it was like you know there was so many people involved and the family was just doing it for fame. Anyway, keep going on here. So you get You guys don't remember this? No. Producer John, do you remember that? Are you for real? Google it. We'll put up a clip here. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it's on Netflix. I do remember it. Easton told me last night, watch Louder Louder Milk. Louder Milk. Have you ever seen it? Which I want to start watching. Louder Milk. Louder Milk. Louder so milk. It, it's a very, it's a dude who, it's like a recovery. So they're in AA mm-hmm. and his last name is just Louder Milk. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but it's, it's like yeah, 22 it's minutes yeah, sitcom like style or whatever. Thing, so it's funny. But oh. he told me to watch that. But when I put Netflix on, you know, they do the preview of like what's <laughs> new. And I, and I remember this hoax. And to be quite honest, I still thought to this day that these people made this shit up until I watched this three-part series. Okay. Okay? So there's this woman. It starts with the the boyfriend first, Aaron. Okay. And Aaron calls the police in the morning and says, my girlfriend was kidnapped last night. And he's, like, monotone. Like, nothing, it doesn't even seem like a big deal. And they're so confused. And they go, well, what do you mean last night? Um, people broke in last night, and they took my girlfriend. Well, why are you only calling right now? Because I was tied up and they gave me a sedative. So they come and get him. They bring him in for questioning. He talks about how people broke into his house at 3 a.m. They zip tied their hands. They put swim goggles on them with with duct tape. And he said he was cold. And the guy goes, oh, I'm so sorry, Aaron. I, I forget how cold it is in here because I'm wearing a wetsuit. He's telling the police this. And he goes, and then uh, they put me on the couch They took my girlfriend, Denise, and they took my car and left. They kidnapped my girlfriend. And the story seems so insane, right? Whatever. Cut to 48 hours later, Denise is found on a ring camera walking up to her dad's house in Huntington Beach, which is 400 miles away from where this took place in Vallejo, California, Bay Area. So now they're like, I don't think he made it up. I think she made this up. And she has the exact same story. And it is heartbreaking. To The only thing I hated about her episode was that they kept doing a close-up of this eyeball going like this. Why? And it made me... Because they were like, I was in the trunk. Oh. And I had these goggles on. And so they were doing... But it was like so many close-ups of an eyeball. And I was like, this has got to end. You, you've got to stop doing a close-up of an eyeball. I'm, I'm going to crawl out of my own skin. Weird creative I choice. really, really hated that part okay. of it. Okay. About Did her. it just make you sick or was it like a visual like it was you disgusting. got like motion sickness? It kind of both. It was just like you shouldn't see an eyeball that close up for an extended it, period like, of time. Around. Yeah. she's. It's like it's the entire screen, this eyeball. And, like, and it's, and it's moving. like. Oh, and it it's would, a reenactment. Yeah. That's weird. This it's, is all it was weird. such a weird creative okay. choice. So then she tells her story, exact same as Aaron. They threw me in a trunk. I was in there for a couple hours. I was then taken into a house. He was very kind to me, would take me to the bathroom. He was not violent, but then he came in and told me that his colleagues needed me to have sex with one of them because if we release you— there's a chance you could go to the police. So if you go to the police, we're releasing this sex tape. So she said, she said, I did not fight back. I knew that it would be violent then. Mm-hmm. So I just took it. Oh, he then so comes she got raped. assaulted. Yes. Yes. Okay. He comes back in again the next day and says, we have to redo it because my colleagues said that it doesn't look consensual. You need to look like you're my, my girlfriend. You have to enjoy it. You have to look like you enjoy it. I'm sick to my stomach. It is is heartbreaking watching her talk about this. So she then says that he then comes in and says, it's time to release you. I'm taking you home. And she's shocked by it. She gets in the front seat. He gives her more of the sedative. They drive from Lake Tahoe, we find out, to Huntington Beach. And 
then the police, Vallejo police, start pinpointing it on her because it, it's so far-fetched. And she says that she was not sexually assaulted. Anyway, cut to the third episode, and it happens again. The okay, to a guy. different to a different family. A Wait, family she said she wasn't sexually assaulted. I just because get she was because release the because she's yes because they were going to release the sex she tape. Says, Got if it. She okay. went to the cops. They'd release. Yes, they also the threatened her and her family. Okay, they Got said it. we'll take care of you if you go to the police. Where we will always be watching you. So in the meantime, in the meantime, the police are putting out that Denise and her boyfriend. This is a hoax. Okay. The kidnapper is actively writing this like Bay Chronicle, right? This writer who is keeping up on the story and putting out the stories, you know, daily with updates. And he's emailing this writer saying it's not a hoax. The Vallejo police have X amount of hours to acknowledge that this is real or I will do this again. He says, I'm in the military. I have PTSD. I went to... Uh, this college for this. Like, he's giving details about himself. It's like he wants people to know that that what she's saying is it's real. True. So anyway, they then show in the third episode, Dublin, California, 40 miles outside of Vallejo. This happens again. However, the kidnapper at this point in time runs away, but he, he originally was going to kidnap this random daughter, right, of this couple who calls the police. He left duct tape behind, something else, and a cell phone. They use the cell phone to call someone. It happens to be his mother, right? She goes, oh, yeah, that's my son. He's staying at my house in Tahoe. They roll up to the house. Uh, they collect evidence. There's evidence of the sedative. There's evidence of this room that looks very sketchy, and the police are thinking this this is very scary. Mm-hmm. Adding up. They find a bag in the back of his car that has the fucking goggles and a strand of hair. That leads back to this Denise Denise Huskin. I am so utterly terrified of the police. Yeah. Yeah. And and just the legal system. Like to watch what these people went through. She goes, it was so crazy because I was so excited to be released. And I thought that the kidnapping was the worst part. And she goes, come to find out. What was waiting at home was law enforcement thinking that I made this up. And they tried to paint her out as like a whore and like a piece of trash. And even when they would write Vallejo, please send the the emails that the guy from the Chronicle was getting saying, I didn't make this up. No fucking response from them. Shame on the fucking Vallejo, please. What and and then 2015. So uh. then hold on. This was proven yet. It's not then blasted all over the news like they were wrong. This wasn't a hoax. So even someone like you who was paying attention to the story was like, wait, I thought it was a hoax. Yeah. Well, now it's everywhere, well, obviously, yeah, since this came out. Oh, it, devastating. That is horrific. Oh, my God. They asked. So Denise's lawyer asked for a rape test to be conducted on her. Mm-hmm. And the Vallejo police said, we'll only do that if she gives us a statement. It's like, are you like this needs... This isn't this, for ten. No, this needs to happen immediately. And come to find out, it did show that she had had intercourse in the last 48 hours. Horrific. It's wild. Oh, like, they don't care sick. who did it. They just want to pin something on somebody so they can say case closed. It's wild to me. So I just want to put out there that anybody in law enforcement or the legal system who's out in these streets like really doing God's work and seeking justice and listening and putting the pieces of the puzzle together and not just to close the case but to really find the truth like those people deserve a lot of credit and they deserve to be acknowledged. And thank you. And also bravo to Sorry, these that was doc- a really long story. No, that was like was I'm well going to watch it. Bravo to these documentarians, these podcasters, all these creatives coming out of the woodwork because we have platforms now making stuff like this. No, like really, this though. is the it's stuff. Crazy. Bravo because like bravo. the murder podcast things are being solved because there's like, you know, internet investigative people and just like bravo for the creatives what do they call them? who make um keyboard no, not warriors. That's a bad. Key, um they're called um 
So it's Arm called Seville. Seville. Like, no. I really do want to know no. the name of it because it is like the people that do it have brought a lot of people to. Justice. No, I yeah. know. I'm yeah. you know, like rebringing up cases that are like, hey, we just saw this and we thought it was civilian weird. journalism it or something. Or yeah, it it's incredible. All of it. Yeah. All of it. Shout out All to of them. it. Yeah. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy right now and anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless, and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Anyway, let's move into Housewives. Did you guys watch the reunions of Utah? Yes, part two. Salt Lake. How do we feel? I felt. Uh, yeah. I uh, felt like Utah. Wild, right? Did it feel like Utah to you? Like everything was like it's just the same. A bunch it's of like very a, bored people yes, in a bubble. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it Don't felt? talk on my business. I'm a staple in Salt Lake. It's like, all right. Fucking who Housewives, cares? though, I got to say fresh in my mind right now is, um, and I am, I'm saying this because my tune has changed a little since we last talked about it, is Monica's mom. Psychopath. She's I'm nutcase. horrified and and I said last time, I was like, oh, they're both the same in Monica. And I did say, like, oh, Monica had to grow up with that. My stance now is, like, having that's trauma, having yeah. a mother like that, having someone leave like that and say, bye-bye, I'm going to chase my dreams. And it's like— And then live her dream through you, Yeah, I'm heartbroken. And then the prayer, the prayer saying— for the housewives, yeah. crying on your mother's couch. Monica's crying on her mom's couch saying, I don't think I got it, blah, 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 I'm heartbroken. The mom says, let's say a prayer. And she prays that she, that she, the mom, would become a housewife. Yeah. Why it the fuck would she become a housewife? Horrifying. Does she know? I mean, she's I'm not like trying very to talk shit, too. but like, yeah, she's nothing. I don't want to look at her. No, and I don't I... think she's pleasant to hear speak. No. She's, it was heartbreaking. No, she's but see, this volatile. Is, but this is where I get... A little bit. Um, I don't even know her name. Like I don't really know how I feel, right? Because let's take Rachel Raquel. We have no idea what her home life was like, what she experienced in school. Um, Monica, we she's now opened up about what a toxic mom she grew up with. You sit there and you're like, yes, we've all been dealt shitty hands, and it's all about how you deal with it, right? But I couldn't help but feel so heartbroken for her and be like, well, no wonder you are the way you are. But, you know, at some point, like, you you can't blame your, your bad actions on your upbringing. But at the same time, I come from a place of such privilege and I had such an incredible upbringing. And even though I may not be trolling people on the internet, you know, I've certainly done other things that I'm not proud of. So it's like, at what point do you 
do you practice compassion and sympathy and empathy for someone because of maybe what they've been through, but also like keep your guard up. It's like a, it's a really, and it's kind of what I struggled with this season, mm-hmm. you know, and finding a softer spot for Raquel because I don't know what she went through as a child, mm-hmm. you know, like Sometimes we just fuck up because we're human. Other times, like, we look at the world differently because we were raised much different than maybe, you know, our friends were. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. And I don't think it's such a clear-cut line. I think it is, like, no, I don't think it can be an excuse for your actions. Let's just talk about Monica. But at the same time, we also have to realize, like, oh, wow, she went through something with that woman that a lot of us didn't. And we don't know or people who haven't experienced that, I will never know what it's like to be raised like that and just the things that are programmed into your mind Mm -hmm. and your brain that is probably so difficult to unlearn. So it's like, I think it's the same thing. I think it's like we're not saying, she's fine, she made this mistake, let's give her an excuse because she is a shit mom. But we're we're also realizing like, damn, you know, she's been dealt a shitty hand with that mom and she maybe made these mistakes because of it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Same with Rachel. I hear you with Rachel. You know, like, we don't know what she went through, her upbringing. That's with all of us. That, but that's what I mean. Yeah. And so, for me, maybe a few years ago, even a few months ago, someone could come and tell me their sob story, and I'd be like, we've all dealt with shit, you know? But I just don't know that I want to think that way anymore. That's because I, I don't really appreciate when I'm trying to explain where I'm coming from and someone tells me we all have our shit. It's yeah. like, Everybody right, so let's be, a little, let's be a little easier on each yeah. other. Yeah. Every, yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody comes from, that's the one thing I always say, emotional, like emotions are personal. You can't ever, you can't tell me that my emotions are misplaced because they're personal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yours are the same, so it's like you got to come from that place of understanding because everybody may not explain their emotions the way you may explain the way their emotions are. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like that. It's just tough. It's very you know? tough. I I do think there's a chance that Monica will come back next season. I have a really good feeling if Monica can dismiss her mom and make yes. a, a mm-hmm. really good comeback, I, I think she will make a very good season two for herself mm-hmm. and even three. I think she'd have longevity in it. Yeah. But she and, has to dismiss her mother. Yeah. I feel like she's a puppet for her mom right that now. That mom is That like, mom is a beyond we gotta stop saying the f word east that's a abusive relationship i mean that's all like she said people are like why didn't you cut her i forget who said it why didn't you you let her come on the show after she talked like that and monica's like yeah i'm used to it that was my mom i loved when she said that and andy she goes i think it's maybe because i'm so used to it and he goes yeah Yeah. you are Mm -hmm. and what i can't remember i think it was lisa and she goes I kept asking, why do you not want us to like your mom? And you just kept saying, you'll see it. And I can understand that because when, you ask, when you're asked that, and I'm just coming from that point, it's like, she's done so much shit. It's like, I'm being asked. And in the moment, it's like, I don't even know which one to pinpoint. So you'll see. And even Andy was like, you've seen. You, you saw. Yeah. And I yeah. like that he said that too. Because it's just like, holy shit. You can't even pinpoint one thing. She's right. done so many things. I ran into someone who's in the housewives circle like production and for Salt Lake. And just when I, I said, you cannot have her back. And keep in mind right now, you guys are going to see maybe even throughout this season, even on this podcast, that it seems like I'm a bit of a flip flopper. Like I'll go really heavy in the paint and then I kind of ease up a bit and then I may go heavy in the paint because I'm not quite sure how to navigate things. I'm feeling very torn on how to be soft and let people in, but also deal with the things that I've dealt with and, you know, kind of retrain myself to not have a permanent wall up. So just roll with me. In this moment where I am practicing compassion and going like, I get it. When I met this guy, I was like, you cannot have this woman back. And he just kind of sat there and smiled like, we'll see. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think she may be back. Um, also, we only, oh, what is it? I was going to say, also, thank you for that journey. I love you. I know you've been calling it flip-flopping, but allowing people to see that, it's like, uh, we're all changing our minds all the time and it makes it just a safer space for us to be like, you know what? I don't feel that way anymore. I know I yeah, said this I yesterday, but today. I think yeah. it's called growth. Well, that's, well, that's yeah. what people call it. I yeah. don't call well, don't it flip-flopping. Grow. And here's the thing. Yeah. I'm not a politician. I'm not like, you know, out in these streets being like, I'm your new candidate <laughs> for the Democratic Party. Oh, wait, guys. 
I think I might be a Republican. <laughs> like, I'm just out on these streets trying to understand right. life and emotion. And I'm really tired <laughs> because, like, the the human mind is a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. And sometimes I want to hang my mind, my personality, my face on the door and be like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> You're annoying. <laughs> Walking away for a minute. Welcome to my life. <laughs> but unfortunately, I have bills to pay. So here I am. <laughs> um, let's quickly touch on BH. So we're back at the homeless, uh, not toothless event. <laughs> Erica is hit on by her dentist. I totally relate. Erica probably goes to her dentist with giant sunglasses on, hair in a bun, no makeup. Here's my grill. Now here she is at this event looking absolutely fabulous. The dentist doesn't recognize her. She's like, <laughs> what's her name? He's like, doctor, so-and-so. And And she goes, I'm your patient. (laughs) He was like, you look beautiful. She's like, thank you. No, you really look beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I totally relate. It's like the people in the building that are like, ah, are you? Hold up. Are you sure you live here? Oh, you're with the dog. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, I learned Anne-Marie is very annoying. The most annoying. She's very into talking about how she is a nurse, that she's in the medical field. I need it to end. Mm. So I need it to end. end. So Guess what, bitch? RNs, We're back on the nurses. Yeah, right. <laughs> you are officially not in the medical field. You're just a housewife. That's all we know, yes. You're a housewife. Once you sign up for any type of Bravo show, this is your identity. Yeah. Right. All right? So get used to it. If I hear her say... One more thing about being in the medical profession. I'm going to lose my mind. So much so that Crystal becomes upset because, you know, the esophagus thing with yes. Sutton. This Anne-Marie keeps bringing it up. And she goes, I've, I looked it up for hours on end and it doesn't exist. And the only way that happens is if you have an eating disorder. And, of course, Crystal has been open about her eating disorder. So she goes, I don't like this. Goes toes with her. And Anne-Marie thinks that, it's because she's jealous that she's in the medical profession and that's what Crystal fuck. always wanted. So there she's that's why she thinks it's like you cannot get out of this bubble of mm-hmm. the medical profession. It's actually because you are labeling that someone has an eating disorder when Crystal clearly has had one. And like you don't just like throw that out there. Also, as someone who watched their dad, like we've talked about, it's that. very much a real thing. And so Crystal looks it up. And it actually is a real thing, and it's genetic, which is all what Crystal ha- or what Sutton had said. And Crystal goes, "It's just crazy that this like woman in the medical field took hours of research, and I freaking Googled it and found it in and five minutes." She goes, "So it seems like I'm also in the medical field, right?" <laughs> I she was just say it just so she can be something else and be smarter or looked at as brighter than the other housewives. Maybe, yeah, probably give you a leg up because you're in the medical field. You better listen to her. It's like. Mm. What we talk about has nothing to do with the medical field, so whatever. Well, who cares? I guess she also told Crystal when they first met that she was like an anesthesiologist and she's actually not. And she said, I'm a doctor and she's actually you, not. An anesthesiologist? She's a nurse. Those, they make like the most money in the medical field. Well, yeah. she's, she's married to like a professional, an ex-professional football player, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Who's oh, very cute. Love great, but anesthesiologists have to like go through the most medical field because if you... Give too much. Those are the people who are coming in and giving you just the right amount. Honey, I've had a boob job, a couple of them. You know, I know. You know that was. You can kill someone, or someone could five million a year. Yes, just for your insurance. That's what I went to college for. That was my first. Well, by the way, she is. We talked about this. She's not an analyst. She's. She's not. Right. Still be doing that over the housewives. But at the very beginning, she said she was one. Yeah. So let's make it clear. Crystal has outed her and said she's that is not what she is. Mauricio didn't go. So Kyle's best friend since childhood ends up committing suicide. It is devastating. She has this beautiful event for her um, that's not only a celebration of life, but also uh, for NAMI, which is National Alliance of Mental Illness. And Morgan Wade performs. And her friend Lorene's mom is hugging Kyle. They're obviously devastated. Mauricio's not there. But Mauricio appears at this homeless, not toothless event. Which, you guys, I I don't want to speak 
too much on the homeless, not toothless because it goes back to the Kathy Hilton thing. But I just find it weird that it's like, we'll leave you without a home, but not a grill. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd rather you house these people. Yeah, but a Instead. grill might get homeless, a home. Homeless, not toothless. That's true. It's I thought just it the... was toothless, not homeless for the longest time. And I'm like, I guess that's fine. And then I'm like, it's homeless, not toothless. They're like, you know what? I'm going to give them a home. You're going to be living in this box, but Why you're going to have curly whites. <laughs> Why can't you just but, and maybe the home? The, I need to do more research before I'm clowning on it, but they got to change the name. It's it's not a good name. It is horrific. It's not a good name. But anyway, Mo goes to that, Mm -hmm. but was working out of town for like this celebration of life of his wife's best friend. Mm -hmm. And supporting her mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. He's just really not hidden for me. I know. He used to be so hot, and now I look at him, and I'm like, you're pathetic. Yeah. And I look at her like, damn, bitch, you look cool. She's She's killing it. No, she looks very good. She's better better every year. Like, I saw her. She was always pretty, but, like, she's... No, she she, is on a... Smacking. Yeah, she's on a different level. Yeah, I think it's the the confidence she's carrying right now. But also, she said, after my friend died, I realized that life is too short for me to be around people I don't want to be around and to be around people who do not appreciate me. She also goes into, I will always have a place in my heart for Los Angeles, but I enjoy being outside. I enjoy going on hikes, being in the outdoors. So when Portia is done with school, I want to be somewhere where I can enjoy that. I think she'll, I think her eyes have been opened. She does not care about the fluff any longer. She her. just wants to be happy and enjoy a, her life. Tennessee. Is that what you think? I just think Tennessee. I just have like a feeling or something. Nashville, like outside of Nashville or like maybe Mont- maybe Montana. Maybe even Aspen though. She Aspen, she has yeah. a home in Aspen. Um. Anyway, let's move on to the ache and relief of the week. I love Jessica, it. would you like to start us off? Sure. My ache is friend guilt, which you know what? I'm not going to get into because tune in, you guys, to the next bonus episode that drops because that is going to be discussed. Okay. I love um, it. My relief was the premiere. It was so much fun. I love that. Love the episode. I know this comes out a few days before um, you guys are going to love the premiere episode. I encourage you to watch it with an open mind. I I've never been more proud of you, Law. Thank you. I love January you, Jess. January 30th, mm-hmm. right? Yep, January mm-hmm. 30th, the premiere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easton, what's your ache and relief? My relief is also the premiere. Seeing all of the hard work that you put in and, you know, going and watching you film and come home and talking about scenes, we now get to see what it was, you know? Yeah. So that is my relief of like... Leeson's never lived here, so yeah. I just kind of go out and do my thing. It's never yeah, really I've talked never about really... Now he's like boots on the ground. Yeah. Can you watch Ocean? I got a film. So I see like her coming home and like it I it takes a toll on a lot of people. So I'm excited. The relief is like that you're done with it and we get to see everything about it. So I'm excited for that. That is a relief of the week, the month, or anything. So I love that. it. And I'm excited to <laughs> see you because every scene I saw you in, I'm not going to spoil anything. But I loved every scene, and well, people you, will T. see why. And then my ache is, I was really thinking hard about it, and I was like, you know what? The ache is like I'm going on more of like New Year's resolution and like growth. Okay. And when you grow, close people say it's change, and you're changing on them. So it's like maybe like the friendship guilt. Mm-hmm. It's t- It's touching on that almost of like, Am I like I'm trying to grow, but while I'm doing this, my friends maybe think I'm changing and I'm trying to grow while not putting that stress on friendship or family. Totally. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Like I'm trying to take time for me. Okay. Without making other people feel like they're not important. Okay. So mm. like it's the guilt of that and me trying to find that happy medium of taking care of me. And growing. I want you to save a little bit of this for the bonus episode. Okay, I can stop right there. Tune in, you guys. It's the next bonus one, the one on the 29th. Wow, we're kind of all on the same page because my ache was going to be one of my guilts, but I think we'll save that and I'll pick a different one. Um, My ache of the week is I was watching the reunions of Southern Charm. And as you guys know, Shep sat behind me at BravoCon and he was very drunk and 
It was intense. Well, the second part of the reunion, he opens up to the group about BravoCon. He says he was blacked out the entire time. Austin was really trying to make him presentable. Andy kind of weighs in and says, like, it was really, really bad. Um, It scared Shep a lot, which makes me very sad because I did see him at BravoCon. And I know that feeling of being so drunk that you cannot get any drunker. Mm. It is not fun. It is not this is Vegas. It's called this is my everyday. And I don't want to label Shep. But I, with what he was saying, it really broke my heart. And so it seems like he's leading up to telling the group that he's sober. Well, he doesn't say that. He says, I am not going to be drinking hard alcohol and shots anymore, just beer. And the group is looks just like so defeated by this. And Craig, who's been a dear friend of Shep's for many years, Craig was a hot mess. He has his life together now. He's killing it but he says to him you are driving on a road that ends with a cliff and I have to get out of the car I cannot participate any longer so my ache is for Shep and really anyone who's struggling if you think that you have a problem don't say I'm going to give up hard alcohol and only drink beer because that is not a fix my ache is My heart breaks that he went through that at BravoCon. I wish that I could have been a support to him. And I really hope that he really gives up drinking because I think he's going to live a really beautiful life when that happens. Only drinking beer and wine is not is not the answer. (laughs) Giving it up is the answer. Um, My relief is that. I have been off social media and I feel just really happy about it. So going back to what we talked about at the beginning, I'm mentally tough. I'm in a really great space. I, again, don't know how you guys will receive um, this season. And I can't really care. Mm -hmm. This is my real life. I have to make sense of my, my life. And you guys will be on a really intense journey with me this season. I think the first episode is going to be very different from how you last saw me on television at the reunion. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being called a flip-flopper, X, Y, and Z. Again, this is my real life, and you guys see the entire journey of me really coming coming to grips and finding peace in what my reality is and accepting my reality and saying, bitch, this is what it is, and it's not going to change, so what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Anyway, wow, that got very intense. I'm excited <laughs> to see your growth yeah. this season. We'll see. I go from very compassionate to fuck this bitch. I said the F word again, too. <laughs> <laughs> and the so, Jess, we're just trying <laughs> to find some are. balance and do the whole thing. It's a lot. And I hope you participate in this journey with me. <laughs> Sorry about the F-bombs. It's really an up and down roller coaster. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I will catch you guys next week. And remember the visual, the video of this episode will drop on Friday on YouTube at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Again, bonus episodes drop every Monday. That's the audio and video. You're welcome. We will catch you next time. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.